European Hearts Journal Issue at a Glance, Volume 39, Issue 9, Focus Issue on Peripheral Arterial Disease, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Duscher. Peripheral Arterial Disease Guidelines, The Cinderella of Cardiovascular Medicine, Gets the Attention It Deserves. Peripheral arterial disease is an underestimated and often neglected entity of cardiovascular medicine, in spite of the fact that it is responsible for a lot of morbidity. Although coronary artery and peripheral vascular disease share the same risk factors, some, such as smoking and diabetes, are more important in the latter. Furthermore, it is an important risk marker for myocardial infarction, stroke, and death. Thus, guidelines on their management are particularly important. This focus issue contains the 2017 ESC guidelines on the diagnosis and treatment of peripheral arterial diseases in collaboration with the European Society for Vascular Surgery, or ESVS, document covering atherosclerotic disease of extracranial carotid and vertebral mesenteric renal upper and lower extremity arteries by Victor Aboyans and colleagues from the ESC Scientific Document Group. The authors again stress the fact that every cardiologist should know about the management of such patients, as many present with concomitant cardiac conditions. Thus, in the ESC 2011 guidelines, a specific chapter was dedicated to patients with combined coronary and peripheral artery diseases. Also, the options for the use and combination of antithrombotic drugs have increased. The term peripheral arterial diseases encompasses all arterial diseases other than coronary arteries and the aorta, and not just lower extremity artery disease. Indeed, the carotid and vertebral upper extremities, mesenteric and renal arteries are also frequently affected, mainly by atherosclerosis, but also inflammatory and structural vascular conditions such as fibromuscular dysplasia. Alongside the 2017 ESC guidelines, the authors have supplied Questions and Answers on Diagnosis and Management of Patients with Peripheral Arterial Diseases, a companion document of the 2017 ESC Guidelines for the Diagnosis and Treatment of Peripheral Arterial Diseases, developed in collaboration with the European Society for Vascular Surgery, or ESVS. This companion paper will appear online only and relates to 14 cases that are presented in detail for self-training. As the 2017 ESC guidelines could not cover the most recent progress made during that year, this issue also contains the year 2017 in cardiology, aorta and peripheral circulation, again authored by Victor Aboyans and colleagues from the Depoitrain University Hospital in Limoges, France. In particular, Acute aortic syndromes, which were not covered by the 2017 ESC guidelines on peripheral artery disease, but rather in a distinct guideline, encompass a constellation of life-threatening conditions such as acute aortic dissection, intramural hematoma, and penetrating atherosclerotic ulcer. 
This topic is further discussed in a review, Acute Aortic Syndromes, Diagnosis and Management, an update by Eduardo Bossone and colleagues from ASL SA1 in Cava dei Tirreni, Salerno in Italy. They remind us that, given the nonspecific symptoms and physical signs, a high clinical index of suspicion is necessary to detect the disease before irreversible lethal complications occur. In order to reduce the diagnostic time delay, a comprehensive flowchart for decision-making based on pretest sensitivity of acute aortic syndromes has been designed by the ESC guidelines on aortic diseases and should thus be used in the emergency setting. When the diagnosis is made, prompt and appropriate therapeutic interventions should be undertaken by a specialized aortic team. Urgent surgery for acute aortic dissection involving the ascending aorta, type A, and less commonly catheter-based interventions or medical therapy alone for acute aortic dissection not involving the ascending aorta, type B, are recommended, respectively. In complicated type B acute aortic dissection, thoracic endovascular aortic repair is a good option. On the other hand, in uncomplicated type B acute aortic dissection, the value of thoracic endovascular aortic repair is unclear and requires further study in randomized trials. There is an urgent need to increase awareness of acute aortic syndromes to improve the use of appropriate diagnostic and therapeutic strategies. The issue is complemented by a fast track external applicability of the COMPASS trial, an analysis of the reduction of atherothrombosis for continued health, or REACH, registry, by Arthur Darmon and colleagues from the Hôpital Bichat in Paris, France. Here, the authors describe the proportion of individuals eligible for the COMPASS trial within the REACH registry out of 31,873 patients. The COMPASS-eligible population comprised 16,875 patients. The main reason for exclusion were high bleeding risk, 52%, anticoagulant use, 45%, requirement for dual antiplatelet therapy within one year of an acute coronary syndrome or percutaneous coronary intervention with stent, 26%, history of ischemic stroke less than one year, 12.4%, and severe renal failure, 2.2%. Eligibility was 68% among patients with peripheral arterial disease alone. Of note, COMPASS-eligible patients experienced higher annualized primary outcome rates than those enrolled in the aspirin arm of COMPASS, 4.2% versus 2.9%. Thus, COMPASS-eligible patients represent a substantial fraction of patients with stable coronary artery and or peripheral arterial disease in clinical practice. The complications of these results are further discussed in an editorial by Jörg Beer from the Kantonsspital Baden in Baden, Switzerland. The editors hope that this issue of the European Hearts Journal will find the interest of its readers. <laughs>